Democrats proving that they are the ones who carry out the evil deeds. They accuse Trump of potentially one day doing, and that is canceling elections. Uh, Several weeks ago, of course, the Democrats did not get a whole lot of attention, canceled the primary election for Democrats in Florida, decided, nope, we're going to anoint Biden. There are other candidates, of course, Miriam Williamson. You've got that uh, Democrat member of Congress whose name escapes me. Individuals that aren't expected to win a primary in Florida, but nonetheless an opportunity for people to have their votes, for Democrats to have their say. And the Democrat Party's like, ah, you know what, we've decided that election's not necessary. Then Democrats in Colorado. Four to three. Three Democrats like, eh, eh, But they got enough on the court to cancel the presidential election in Colorado. Now, there is a stay on this cancellation until the Supreme Court has a a look-see. Now, you may say, what do you mean cancel? I thought that they were simply barring Trump from being on the ballot. Well, let me ask you this. Super Bowl rolls around. And you've got two teams. Chiefs and Eagles. That are all set. They're they're going to face off. And then it is decided that one of the teams, say the Chiefs, uh, you're not allowed to play. And of course, we're too late in the process for anybody else to be thrown into the Super Bowl. What happens? Well, it's canceled. The game doesn't occur. It's by default canceling the game. If you have a competition, if you have a boxing match, a UFC fight, and there are two main competitors, and a decision is made that, well, this one is disqualified, what does that mean? It's a win by default. You've canceled the fight. You've canceled the fight by removing one of the two absolute necessary elements in order for that contest to occur. That's canceling it. I become very worried at what I consider to be the softening of language that many Republicans are already using regarding this. Well, the the voters need to decide that this is much more than that. This Republicans, oh man, the lessons that Republicans could learn from Democrats. There is not a Republican who should talk about this without accurately referencing it as Democrats canceling the presidential election in Colorado. And be prepared because I, let me, we're going to talk about all this obviously coming up. And there, there are other things going on, um, obviously, that we're going to talk about as well. But let me tell you how this all plays out. See, my head it plays the tape forward. I know if I am a Democrat strategist that supports canceling of elections and a Republican notes that's exactly what I'm doing, what I'm going to say is we're not canceling elections. Look, even the Constitution has limits on who can be president of the United States. You've got to be 35 years old. There's certain requirements. This is simply requiring certain standards to be met. 
It's nothing new to have restrictions on who can. There's all sorts of restrictions. You have to get so many uh, signatures to get on a ballot. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to file officially with the state. You know, this is just the Trump campaign failing to comply with the requirements. And that failure to comply happens to be the 14th Amendment, the Constitution. See, that, that's the way that I would counter it if I'm a Democrat. Now, if I'm a Republican, my counter back to that is you can dress it up however you want to. But if you take one of two competitors out of a contest, you're canceling the contest. Just be straightforward. The Democrats are attempting to cancel the election. And for the purposes of the presidential election 2024 in Colorado, they have done so. Now, the Supreme Court, of course, is going to visit this. And most legal experts are noting that this could be a 9-0 slam dunk for a number of reasons that we'll get into coming up. Of course, if you happen to miss any of the show, fear not. We do have the on-demand section at ksgf.com. Also, you can go back. We, we stream the video on Facebook, 1041 Nick Reed. That is where you can find us on Facebook. That's sponsored by Springfield Raps, who also designed the KSGF studio. They can design your office, your vehicle, um, your house, whatever you want them to design. They can design it. They're actually the ones who have done the numerous versions of the KSGF bumper stickers, in fact. You can go back after the program is finished and watch it as well as listen to the podcast. So you don't have to worry. You're going to work or you got other things going on. Uh, when you're finished, you can go back and listen to what you miss. Let's get the latest news update. From Cutter 10 News, I'm Jesse Inman. A former Missouri State University student is charged with making terroristic threats. Authorities say Aaron Brown began sending threatening emails with references to mass shootings to university employees in February this year while he was still a student. Placed on a psychiatric hold, Brown was expelled in September after his behavior worsened. Then in November, police say Brown sent three threatening emails causing an administrator to close the dean of students' office. Brown is being held in the Greene County Jail. Community members joined parents and teachers for a protest against the Springfield Public Schools administration before the board meeting on Tuesday. The main cause for issue being discipline or lack thereof. Protesters telling Color 10 they have seen out-of-control behavior in the classroom. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. I have 58 today. 41 for a low tonight. Cloudy, there is a slight chance of afternoon showers tomorrow with a high of 57. Now we are, and you're going to hear about it all day today. And we've got to get a proper understanding of what has occurred in Colorado. And that is not simply the banning of Trump from being on the ballot. It is the cancellation of the presidential election in Colorado. Now, of course, they're going to claim that's not true. I'm going to say just because someone doesn't meet the requirements does not make it the cancellation. When you take one of the top two, you've got two, and there's every presidential ballot, you have a lot of other people, names on there, like, I've never even heard of this person. But it's clear, on election night, there are two main contenders. When you say one of those contenders cannot be on the ballot, you're canceling the election. So let's make no mistake about what is occurring here. Incidentally, this is the exact same way I've been keeping you up to date on this. 
that the dictator Maduro in Venezuela has been prepping to continue his grip on power in Venezuela. The Biden administration said, we'll lift oil sanctions on you as long as you allow the opposition party to get together and pick a candidate in their version of primaries. And he's like, oh, okay, that's fine. You know what he did immediately? He goes to the courts to have them ban whomever they pick from being on the ballot. The exact same thing that the Democrats are doing in this country. What does that tell you? Oh, but Trump, we're still told Trump, if he's elected, he's going to eliminate elections. I guess Democrats are just ahead of the curve. And before we do get into all that, there's some other news items, including, and I don't want this stuff to get overshadowed. There's a New York Times poll that shows Trump is leading Biden with young voters. (laughs) Like this is one of the very few demographics other than uh, the African-American community, the Democrats have still been able to cling on to. They've been able to cling on to the young voters, the young voters that just don't know any better. And you can make them all these promises that their parents had been, you know, had been made to their parents when they were young. And then their parents grow up and realize, oh, these people are full of crap. Young people don't have that hindsight yet. Uh, But now, according to new polling, even they are throwing their support behind Donald Trump. It's a good thing that these courts run by Democrats have gotten in gear and have started canceling the presidential election starting in Colorado. As you get wiser, you learn, hopefully, some of us do, some don't. Some of us do. I'd like to think that I do. It's a self-preservation thing, and I like to make things as easy as possible. And I find that if you learn from mistakes, it just makes life easier. It's out of totally selfish, perhaps even laziness needs. I just, I, I, I always just seek the best and right answer because it makes life easier. And when it comes to how it is you spend your money, this is one of those categories. And I learned some time ago that when you go on the cheap, you end up oftentimes spending more. Ironically, your whole goal is to save money. But instead, what you do is you end up wasting that money because the good or service that you purchased isn't worth what you paid for it. Or you end up having to do it again and again, and you end up spending even more than you would have to begin with, right? This is what I've learned. And I bring this up because of garage experts. People love epoxy floorings in the garage. They're beautiful. They act as moisture barriers, easy cleanup. They're just very, very, very impressive to see. And because of that, there's some companies that have built this do-it-yourself kit situation. And it is, you look at it and you go, well, that's cheaper. I can save myself a few bucks doing it that way. Don't do that. Garage experts. Number one, just the process they use and the equipment they have completely grinding down. It's not some sort of chemical thing that's going to just sort of scorch the surface of your garage floor. They grind it down using these machines that have vacuums that suck all the dust out. The people they have, they do this every day. They've been doing it for years. And the product they have is a much higher product than you as a consumer is able to buy. So when it comes to epoxy flooring in your garage, your business, wherever it may be, garage experts, you can find them at ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements. New York Times poll shows Trump leading Biden with young voters. Former President Trump tops Biden with young voters by six points, according to a New York Times Siena College poll. 
The Times admits it's shocked by Trump's 49 to 43 percent lead among voters ages 18 to 29. The Times writes, as recently as this summer, a poll with Donald Trump leading among young voters would have been eye-popping. Usually, it's not worth dwelling too much on a sub-sample from a single poll, but this basic story about young voters is present in nearly every major survey at this point. This is the New York Times reporting. Our own battleground state surveys in the fall show something similar with Mr. Biden ahead by only one point among those, 18 to 29. Either figure is a big shift from Biden's 21-point lead in our final poll before the midterms or his 10-point lead in our last national poll in July. The Times, while trying to desperately figure out why this is going on, believes that it is because Biden has not been pro-Hamas enough and anti-Israel enough. Writing overall, Mr. Trump is winning 21% of young Biden's 20 voters who sympathize more with Palestinians in Israel, while winning 12% of other young Biden 20 voters. In an even more striking sign of defection among his own supporters, Biden holds just a 64-24 lead among the young Biden 20 voters who say Israel is intentionally killing civilians compared with an 84-8 lead among Biden's 20 voters who don't think Israel is intentionally killing civilians. Now, of course, this is where the ignorance comes into play if, in fact, this analysis is correct. And the reason that you have these young people who get indoctrinated in the public schools with CRT and equity and have been trained to see people who are not of color as oppressors and so they're anti-Semitic, that these individuals don't like Biden because they feel he's not anti-Semitic enough. They ain't seen, I mean, you know, Trump, as has been noted by objective observers and many people within Israel, has been by far the single most pro-Israel president the United States has ever seen. There's a town that's named after him. And it's not just the symbolism, of course, of moving the embassy, U.S. embassy to Jerusalem, something that Bush swore he would do, did not do, Clinton swore he would do, did not do, Obama swore he would do, did not do, Trump swore he would do it, and he was mocked. Oh, yeah, wait, we'll see if it really happens. And he actually did it. That, and you throw in the Abraham Accords, in which he did the unprecedented and had three more on the way countries in the Middle East signing peace deals with Israel. So if young people are in fact rejecting Biden because they feel that he is too soft when it comes to the the people of Israel, they certainly aren't going to like Trump. Now, they could be saying, oh, I picked Trump over Biden because they, they don't really know. You know, I mean, again, you're talking about young people here. Most adults don't know how fully pro-Israel Trump was in terms of meaningful action uh, simply because it didn't get, of course, a lot of coverage. Anything that made Trump look good in the eyes of the media is something that he that you know that they weren't going to cover and tout. But it could be backfiring on him at this point. The 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 attempt by the media to downplay Trump's pro-Israel presidency 
could be creating this vacuum in which young people, you know, they, they don't know. So they're like, yeah, we're going to vote for him over Biden because Biden's not pro-terrorist enough. He's only funding them by lifting sanctions on Iran, and that's not enough. But the fact of the matter is, this is yet again another demographic that, frankly, Republicans had they just in their wildest imaginations, never uh, even believed it was possible to get a majority of voters in that demographic. And so while they will, of course, have presence on college campuses and so forth, they, they figure, well, whatever we can get, so be it. Much like the Republican Party, frankly, has approached organizations, like, well, like African-Americans, which Trump took a much different approach in, Seeing the continued hemorrhage of support amongst what has have long been the solid support of the Democrat base helps explain why it is that Democrats are actively, starting with Colorado, canceling the presidential elections. Springfield's Talk 104.1, I'm Nick Reed. Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, Quick Draw Gun and Monette is celebrating their ninth anniversary. Pew, pew, pew. If you're looking to score an awesome deal, thank you for (laughs) That was Yosemite Sam. I love it. Well, if you're looking to score an awesome deal, this is the week to do it because their anniversary sale is going until the 23rd. Right now, they are offering some of the lowest prices of the year on most firearms. They're also doing 10% off all used guns, stocking stuffers, $10 or less, and then store-wide savings on everything. And the best part is if you take a trip down there, you can also sign up to win yourself a Henry Golden Boy. Now, if you don't follow Quick Draw Gun on social media, I recommend that you give them a follow because they have been posting sales throughout the week so you can see exactly what is on sale. And Quick Draw Gun, it's just a great shop. They're incredibly knowledgeable, and you're not going to get lost in the shuffle. Uh, they take the time to really get to know you and help you find exactly uh, what it is you're looking for. Now, in the meantime, if you are looking for something specific or you just have questions, you can give Brad and his team a call. You can find all of that contact information for Quick Draw Gun under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. We have been fortunate enough to have... Our lunch bunch at Retro Metro for, I guess, roughly a year and a half now. It seems like somewhere around there. If you've not been to Retro Metro yet, you're missing out. It's favorite place to eat for lunch. There is a rare instance that occurred over the past year and a half that has occurred yet again, and that is the day of lunch bunch, and there is no lunch bunch winner. Not because of a lack of entries, but there's a number of, you know, sometimes people, they drop out or sometimes the winner, we, you know, just they've got to move it or we don't get connected up. There's a number of reasons. So if you've registered and you're like, well, what do you mean there aren't any? I registered. I haven't been. It's, yeah, yeah, we, it's not because of a lack of entry. If you haven't entered, I would go ahead and do so at KSGF.com. That being said, we're going to do what we did the one other rare occasion that we had a Lunch Bunch day in which a Lunch Bunch winner was not able to attend. And that is doing a, I was trying to think of some clever name, like a flash mob version of just, hey, Lunch Bunch is today. You want to go? Call us. Uh, 
but I guess that's basically what we're going to do. Is that how you want to do it? Sure. Or did you want to text? Do you want, like, what, what's easier for what you? Do you? What, what is do you? What do I, you? It doesn't matter to me. To it doesn't matter to me because I'm not the one who's going to be. I don't be, care. Could, I don't care. How do you want to do it? Uh, well, let's. Uh, should we text? So we can have you text in and it will give you five minutes. Okay, so you can just text. It doesn't matter what. Lunch. I want to go to lunch, Bunch. Nick Reed is awesome. Whatever. You want to text into the American Transmissions talking text line. I'll give that number here in a second. And you'll have uh, five minutes to do it. Okay. And then Sarah will reach out to one of you. If you don't hear, then you didn't win. (laughs) Go to KSGF.com. You can register that way and hopefully win that way. Um, So the way Lunch Bunch works, if you're chosen, then... You'll join us at lunch, Retro Metro, today. This is for today. They open at 11, but we don't have to meet for lunch at 11. Uh, 11, 11, 30, 12, whatever works best for you. You can bring up to five people with you. I don't know if I can get five people. That's okay. You, you don't have to. Our lunch bunch, I think, last week we had two. A lot of times, particularly around Christmas, people are busy. They can't come. So you can have a full group of six of you total to join Sarah and me or uh, just as many as want to gather. So if you do want to, if you are available to join us at Retro Metro for lunch today, text 417-447-KSGF. 417-447-KSGF and just say you want to win lunch bunch today. And then Sarah will, in five, you'll have five minutes to do this, and then Sarah will reach out to the winner. And if for whatever reason, then relatively reasonable amount of time you as a winner you don't contact back we'll move on to someone else okay anything else i need to explain about that no all right it'll be our last one of this year because i will be gone next week that's right number of guest hosts will be filling in who all do we have in the lineup Mm, okay so on monday we're going to be doing the wonderful Mannheim steamroller Mm. Mm, but on tuesday we have james clary wednesday dr john lilly thursday darren chapel and friday tom martz yes so a little bit of something for everybody so that means next friday will be in studio this friday however we will be out at Scramblers for our Friday Roadshow, sponsored by our, our newest Friday Roadshow sponsor. Huge thank you. Uh, these are great folks. I, I spent last week some time with the owner. Fantastic guy. Uh, and that uh, business is Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair. Hopefully, as time goes on, you get a chance to know him. Traffic update now. I'm Nick Reed. <laughs> You have two minutes left to text in if you want to join us for Lunch Bunch today at Retro Metro. This is the second time in a year and a half. We've rarely, on the day of, had for just a number of reasons uh, uh, the Lunch Bunch open up. And we, it's our, we love, it's our favorite day of the week because it's Retro Metro. And so this is an opportunity last minute for you to text in to win and just let us know you'd like to go today. You and up to uh, five of your friends joining us for lunch today at Retro Metro. 417-447-KSGF. You can just text lunch or whatever. It doesn't matter. This isn't one of those contests where you have to get the word exactly right because we're, this is an automate, automated software program. This is just us here to the studio. And then uh, you got a minute and a half left to do that. Sarah will contact you if yours is randomly chosen. 
the first alert forecast sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals from color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, mostly cloudy 58 today, 41 tonight and a slight chance of showers with a high of 57 tomorrow. Some of you may have like I've got a wood burning fireplace, love the wood burning fireplace, grew up. My grandparents had one. So it's just nostalgia. When we bought our home, it was a requirement. But the type of wood that you burn makes a big difference. I know this may seem obvious to some of you, but to a lot, and not just you think, oh, well, it, it, it burns slow. It's got moisture in it. You know, there's moisture readings, moisture gauges. Some of you may not know this, but that can be a potential hazard over time. The type of wood you burn, important. If it's got too much moisture, that creosote you hear about, it can build up and quickly become a fire hazard. In fact, in the news, Taney County, just last week or the week before, there was a house fire due to just that. This is where Ozark Stove and Chimney comes in. These are the folks I use. They're fantastic. They're great at what they do. They also have unprecedented lifetime warranty on work, 0% financing, and other convenient payment options if you need or perhaps you want something done to enhance your overall experience. This is information they can give you. Be more than happy to work with you on that. And they have C- SIA Certified Sweep Technicians at Chimney Safety Institute of America. You can find all the information you need by going to ksgf.com. Look under Nick's endorsements for Ozark Stove and Chimney. Colorado ruling wipes Trump off 2024 primary ballot sparking GOP outrage and predictions of surge. I've never been comfortable. That's not the best word. I've never been satisfied. With the verbiage used in describing attempts to keep Trump off the ballot. Because ultimately, it isn't about Trump. It's about the voters. That's who's really important here. Do the voters get the opportunity to pick whom it is that they want on the ballot? Jonathan Turley, who's a Democrat, he's a constitutional scholar, and so he increasingly finds himself at odds with the Democrat Party, noted the similarities in, and this was a piece before the Democrats on the court in Colorado canceled the presidential election there yesterday. He had noted in a piece regarding the Democrats' attempt to cancel elections by having Trump thrown off, leaving only one candidate on there, that being Biden, that that's, this is what happens in countries like Iran. The citizens wait around to find out what candidate they're going to be allowed to vote on in opposition to the leadership. That's what these other countries do. <clears throat> You've got the, the elite power structure <clears throat> and, oh yeah, they have elections. They don't, they don't just, quote, cancel them. They don't say there's not going to be an election. They say there's an, there, there will be an election, but they choose who their opponent's going to be. And sometimes that means no opponent at all, or the only opponents are no-name people. In Colorado, for example, if the Supreme Court does not reject their attempt to cancel their election by kicking Trump off the ballot, there will still be other names on there. 
there'll be these individuals you've never heard of, maybe a Miriam Williamson. Um, no, well, no, she won't because that's that's primary. Uh, RFK Jr. may be on there. You'll have a constitutional candidate. You'll have these people on there that the Democrats know don't have any chance. And so you just eliminate the people who could be the, the, the major obstacle. And, and that's how you cancel elections. Oh, sure, you you have the the functionality of an election, but it becomes meaningless. And this is a method that has been used in dictatorships and banana republics for some time. It's just something that the Democrats have decided to import here to America. The reason I have long been unsatisfied with the description of this as a denial of Trump is because what's more important here is the denial of the hundreds, tens of millions of Americans, their right to vote for whom they want to vote, for whom they choose to vote. In Colorado, the voters have to, or will, if they do, and presumably Republican voters will decide there that they want Trump to be a choice on the ballot. That's the real sin here. Not that it isn't wrong, immoral, and anti-democratic with, with you know, in, in terms of Trump being the, the subject, because it is to him as well, but it is the denial for people that go on and on about the disenfranchisement of voters. Think about that. Aside from the Democrat Party and the media claiming without evidence that if Trump's elected, he'll cancel elections like they're doing in Colorado. These, this is the same party that runs around accusing Republicans <clears throat> of disenfranchising voters because they want you to have a photo ID. You, you think about it. States like Georgia and a number of others have, have really been subject to this. And of course, they throw the race component into it. So the party who claims that they are supporting or trying to prevent the disenfranchisement of voters is just going to completely wipe one of the two main political opponents off the ballot, not allowing all of the voters in Colorado who most likely will say, this is the person we want on the ballot. Ah, yeah. You want to talk about disenfranchisement? Why don't we hear that term in the media regarding this decision? Do we suspect that we're going to hear much of that today? I'm sure not from the mainstream media. We will hear this legitimized. The people who have been telling all of us that Trump is a dictator and we know it because he's going to cancel elections, are going to tell us why canceling this election in Colorado is perfectly legitimate and they have no choice. And in fact, it's necessary in order to save democracy. Yes, the irony. They must destroy democracy to save democracy. This was a 4-3 decision. There were at least three Democrats that uh, I don't think so. This is a a court that it's all Democrats. We're going to take a a break and I'll read to you some of the reactions out there. Um, And this is one of the rare instances, though it has happened before, where all of the even Chris Christie, 
<laughs> Even Chris Christie. I mean, he's not hitting real hard back on this, but he's like, yeah, the voters should be deciding this, not a bunch of judges. <laughs> Streaming live, KSGF.com. Let's read from Just the News this morning. I'm going to bring you a couple of pieces regarding the Democrats canceling the presidential election in Colorado. There is a stay on this. The Supreme Court will, in all likelihood, take this up. Many are predicting it will be a 9-0 decision. And once again, and I apologize for those who have been listening this entire time, I'm going to reiterate this because it's very important. This is a canceling of election. If you have, as it's presumed will be, you know, Trump versus Biden or Trump versus whomever. If you have a contest, if you have the Super Bowl, if you have a major fight, a, a, a boxing match with two contenders and one of them you disqualify, you're canceling the fight. You're canceling the game. It does not happen. This is the canceling of an election by Democrats in Colorado. The decision last night by Colorado's highest court to disqualify GOP presidential frontrunner Donald Trump from the state's 2024 primary ballot under the 14th Amendment sparked outrage amongst allies and predictions from legal experts that the ruling will ultimately reach the Supreme Court and be overturned. Former Federal Election Commissioner Hans von Sparkovsky called the 4-3 decision by the state Supreme Court, quote, badly judged, Banana Republic election interference that will be reversed in the federal courts. Quote, this is a nakedly partisan anti-democratic decision by the Colorado Supreme Court that ignores the law and prior precedent. And incidentally, aside from just the attempt to cancel the election, the reasons behind it hold no water. And we'll get to that. Prominent George Washington University professor Jonathan Turley, who does not like Trump, Likewise decried the ruling as, quote, strikingly anti-democratic in what it now allows states to do in blue and red states alike, as he implored the U.S. Supreme Court to intervene quickly. By the way, Democrats rely on the fact they know Republicans will never do this. He went on to say, I think the factual and legal basis of this opinion is really so porous that the Supreme Court will make fast work of it. The Colorado Supreme Court determined that Trump was ineligible under the amendment's insurrection clause, because as president in 2020, he incited the January 6th Capitol riot. Now, put it to put it simply here, even if <clears throat> it were determined that Trump that 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 an insurrection in this capacity was reason to keep Trump off the ballot, which, by the way, a lower court had noted that because he wasn't an officer uh, and it, the Supreme Court or the um, Constitution's reference to this was post-Civil War, the Confederacy. And so the lower court that oftentimes they like to cite who referenced in Colorado this as an insurrection also noted that Trump wasn't any sort of officer, so it doesn't apply to him anyhow. Aside from all of that, Trump has never even been charged with inciting. You know, the Jack Smith case, the one in D.C. that involves January 6th, you know what's missing from that? Any reference to insurrection. Do you know how many of the hundreds into now the thousands of Americans that are being rounded up by the Biden administration for being 
in or around the Capitol on January 6th have been charged with anything related to insurrection? Zero. The Democrats and the media are treating insurrection like Michael Scott treats bankruptcy in the office. I know I oftentimes use the office in order to analogize what Democrats are doing, but it's because Michael Scott, his character, was so absurdly ignorant in the things that he did, it so often applies to the way that Democrats behave. And if you've not ever seen the episode or watched The Office, Michael Scott is in over his head financially, and he's looking for a way out, and he learns about something called bankruptcy. And if he and he learns if he declares bankruptcy, it'll be a way for him to get out from underneath it. And so he walks into the middle of the office and just yells, I declare bankruptcy, at which some point or, you know, he's then informed that's not how it works. You can't just say it. It doesn't mean that it's true because bankruptcy is an official legal scenario, as is insurrection. Insurrection is a legal term. It is a legal crime with legal punishments, yet not a single person has been charged with it. So to claim that, so what what they're claiming here is that the people of Colorado should not be allowed to vote for Donald Trump because they argue that he incited something that not a single person has even been charged with, that he was responsible for an event that legally never actually occurred. You've got a statement from Trump campaign spokesman Stephen Chung, quote, unsurprisingly, the all-Democrat appointed Colorado Supreme Court has ruled against President Trump supporting a Soros-funded left-wing group scheme to interfere in an election on behalf of crooked Joe Biden by removing President Trump's name from the ballot and eliminating the rights of Colorado voters to vote for the candidates of their choice. He went on to say we have full confidence that the U.S. Supreme Court will quickly rule in our favor and finally put an end to these un-American lawsuits. The statement was made amid an outpouring of support from such Trump loyalists as Ohio GOP Senator J.D. Vance, whom the former president endorsed in 2020, quote, apparently democracy is when judges tell people they're not allowed to vote for the candidate leading in the polls, he posted on social media. This is disgraceful. The Supreme Court must take the case and end the assault on American voters. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan said, quote, the pro-democracy party at work, how ridiculous. In the 4-3 decision, the Colorado High Court upheld a lower court decision that Trump engaged in the insurrection and overturned its conclusion that the ban doesn't apply to the presidency. That's the income. So they, they pick and choose. They, what there was a lower court that ruled that Trump could not be kicked off the ballot and the election, the presidential election in Colorado should not be canceled. Because while the judge said, yeah, I think Trump was involved in an insurrection, noted that because he was not an office holder because, you know, or an officer, that, that it didn't apply to a person who was president. Well, that part was inconveniency, so they left that out. Trump attorney Alina Habba said it will not stand and we trust the Supreme Court will reverse the unconstitutional order. Former Trump lawyer Ty Cobb, CNN, predicted that it'll be a 9-0 decision in the Supreme Court for Trump. House Speaker Mike Johnson, who has a law degree, also expressed confidence the high court would rule in Trump's favor and said the state court ruling attempting to disqualify President Trump from the Colorado ballot is nothing but a thinly veiled partisan attack. 
Colorado, which will have 10 electoral college votes in 2024, has voted Democrat in the past four presidential elections. Montana GOP Senator Steve Dane said it's this unprecedented and illegal action by liberal Colorado judges. I plan to send a letter to the U.S. Supreme Court asking them to immediately reverse this blatant election interference for the sake of our democracy. There was one, at least, congressional Democrat praising the court's decision. What a surprise. Colorado Democrat Jason Crow posted, the Colorado Supreme Court has it right. Now listen to this, how ironic. The Constitution protects the right to vote and bars candidates who abuse the process or engage in insurrection. Donald Trump has done both. So in the name of protecting the right to vote, they are abolishing the right to vote of all Coloradoans, Coloridians, who want Donald Trump on the ballot. There are more reactions, including from Republicans, Republicans, Haley, DeSantis, even Chris Christie is coming out against this ruling by the Colorado courts. And like I said, you're going to hear a lot about this today. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. As you have decorated your home for Christmas, you were thinking, man, we really do need to get on the ball with a, a new home. But because of interest rates, the economy and so forth, we've put it on hold. Um, and you don't need to worry about that as much, perhaps, as you think that you do. Aller Building Company, new development, the Woodvale Division, Golden and Weaver, the subdivision with builder incentives. So you can take advantage of those if you are someone that has been toying with the notion or or putting off the much-needed purchase of a brand-new home. And then, of course, with their showroom floor, you get to make that house your home all in one location. Instead of traveling to four different places to check out countertops and then five places to check out different lighting features and then for the backsplashes and tiling and before you know it, every single day is a list of places to visit, all in one location. Aller Building Company, O-L-L-E-R. Colorado is not the only state the Democrats are attempting to cancel the presidential election. As you know, unfortunately for Democrats, but fortunately for Americans, each state is responsible for carrying out the presidential election. Because we are talking about an election regarding the president of the United States, not of the people. So as much as Democrats want to federalize these presidential elections, they still are state by state. By the way, do you see why it is now? I know many of you do. But do you understand the significance of Democrats wanting to federalize elections? When you see what the Democrats have done in Colorado and canceled that election? You see, right now they have to worry about 50 different states. Well, if they're in control of it on a federal level, bam. No state. No state citizens will be allowed to vote for any candidate other than the ones that the Democrats choose. Right now, there are similar pending legal actions to cancel 
the presidential election as they've done in Colorado, in Wyoming, West Virginia, South Carolina, Alaska, Texas, Wisconsin, Nevada, Virginia, New Mexico, New Jersey, Oregon, New York, and Vermont. Many of these states, perhaps even all of them, will not go down the dark path that the Democrats have gone down in Colorado. But it shows you, it shows you where Democrats have taken us and where they want to take us even further. More in the upcoming hour, news in 60 seconds. I'm Nick Reed.